Welcome to Kick-Ass Boomers, giving you the motivation and inspiration you need to make the most of your later years. Whether you're still in the planning stages or you're several years in, we'll share stories from boomers who refuse to act their age and continue to live a life inspired. Let them show you how being old can be new if you know what to do with your host, Terry Lorbeer. Hello and welcome to Kick-Ass Boomers. My guest today is Scott Houston, the piano guy. Scott says it all started in college when he discovered his love for the piano and his love for he discovered his love for teaching people how to play the piano. Since then, he has been lucky enough to host his Piano Guy PPS show for 14 seasons and has gone on to continue helping tens of thousands of adults and counting achieve their dreams of learning to play. His next mission is to show you how it is possible to start playing the piano, no matter what your age, motivation, or experience level, or lack thereof. Forget everything you think you know about piano lessons, because Scott believes that piano should be fun, and he is dying to tell us about it. Welcome, Scott. How are you today? Well, I am fine. Thank you so much for the invite, and uh, and I'm thrilled to be on, and we get to yak for a little while about my favorite topic in the world, which is playing piano. Yeah, there you go. And, you know, I don't know how to play, but like I was telling you earlier, I had lessons for a short while, but, you know, maybe... In the future, I'll be motivated to do your lessons. Right now, I'm overwhelmed, but in the future, it's it's fun, <laughs> you know. And yeah. and music is fun, right? Well, here, you know, the kind of the genesis of this whole thing, and to kind of put some flesh on that that bio you were reading, is you know, I was a drummer when I was growing up, so I was very much you know into the music world. Was growing up as a drummer and the whole bit. It's not as though I just came out of the blue, but. Right. You know, at the end of the day, I, it was hard to impress girls with a snare drum solo, right? <laughs> so you want to do a, you want to be able to sit down and play a tune. And so I started playing and th to kind of cut right through a long, long story and get to it quicker. The reality is when I was in, I was in school at Indiana University in a really prestigious jazz program down there. And at nice. some point, yeah, the, uh, the, I was playing drums in that program and, and had played a little piano as a kid. I mean, I took some piano lessons like most people as a child, right? right. Didn't was not my strongest suit by any means, but but did it and, and loved it, but it was just never my main thing. And what happened is I realized that there was a different way that professional players, now this is non-classical piano. I got to, we'll right, talk about right. this a lot over the next hour, but right. very clearly for anyone listening, if your goal is to become a concert pianist, I am not your guy. Like right. put your tail between your legs and run to a traditional <laughs> classical piano teacher because I'm not it. Right. But the alternative to that is that if, you, if you're looking to just sit down at the end of a long, hard day, if you're a boomer and you want right. to come home and you want to have a glass of wine or crack open a beer or have a cup of coffee, whatever it may be, sit down behind this potential piece of furniture that you've been dusting for the last 30 years <laughs> instead of playing right. and just sit down and play a tune that you know and that you like. There's a different way you approach that, and that was kind of the, the, the key to starting all this early on. Because, you know, if you ever see a professional piano player out working at your you know, local Italian restaurant or something, and some guy's playing a single piano gig, they're not reading sheet music, right? They're not right. sitting down reading traditional sheet music. Alternatively, they are either just playing from memory, but, but a, 
thought, and I'll explain this more while we talk, they're not really playing note for note from memory, like they never read traditional sheet music. They're playing from something called a lead sheet, L-E-A-D. And that's kind of the magic of this whole thing. And I'm always sensitive when I start talking to a crowd that's never heard or seen me before to realize, look, I did not invent this. I did not come up with this. I mm -hmm. am just kind of the first guy that shouts from the mountaintop to seniors and to adults, not just seniors, but clearly my my 90% of my students are over the age of 50. Mm -hmm. And the reality of it is, the, if you ever want to learn to play piano and sound like a non-classical player or professional player sounds when they're out working gigs, you'll never get there by going down the route of learning how to play classical music. And, mm. and I will also say this, like I do and have for 25 years now, I love classical piano. I love classical music. It just doesn't happen to be what I do or teach, right? So right. this is not in any way an anti-classical thing. It's just that there are kind of two paths in the piano world that most people are not aware of. And one is the, I have to read everything verbatim. It's what you did when you were a kid taking piano right. lessons. Right. And, and absolutely positively, there was this unbreakable connection between how well you read notation and how well you can play. You can't play better until you read better because you got to read more complex stuff and it's going to sound more complex. So it was locked. Well, that's what stumps 90% of people from ever getting to a point where they're having fun playing piano. It has nothing to do with the hands on piano stuff. Ah. It's all about, I never learned to be a good enough reader. And it's complex. I mean, it's not yeah. shocking that it, which is why I have such respect for great classical players and we all should. It's right. I, yeah, this is not making light of anything or casting stones. It is hard. It's super hard <laughs> to read two staffs. You know, no other instrumentalist has to do that, right? I mean, you know, they, you know, singers or horn players, they read one note at a time. Right. You, you know, you can't sing a chord, right? So, you know, you, you, you're doing one <laughs> note at a time and they can pretty much get you know, most people in a week or two abandon junior high to a point where they can read a single note melody just in the treble clef. And the good news is with what I do and use something called lead sheets, which are the way pro players learn tunes, mm -hmm. that's all you'll ever have to learn to read. So basically what happens, I, you know, it, by doing it this direction and just from the very beginning saying, hey, I'm not trying to become a great player. I'm not, excuse me, not a great player, a great reader. Right. Alternatively, I want to become a great player as quickly as I can in non-classical styles. And the, you know, the secret, if you will, is just that I can teach you that and you don't have to become a great reader. And that's kind of the key to the kingdom right there. And I've been kind of preaching this from the mountaintop to adults, you know, on TV and through the TV series for 160 episodes nationwide and through the, you know, the pledge specials we had for four or five years they aired for six or seven years but you know all those things we did on television all these live workshops i've done that's it and the minute some you know, people come in thinking you've got a magic wand right and i'm like look right. i didn't invent this i don't have a magic wand right but i absolutely promise you i can explain to you very quickly and very clearly what you need to know to get through tunes in a non-classical style by using this not often taught uh, right way to play called lead sheet so we'll get into that in a few minutes so I've, i can actually i'll switch over to my piano here and get into that a little bit more but good anyway and most so, of the so people that's how that it want, started and most of the people that want to learn to play just want to play some of their favorite tunes and they want to sing along so that's all they really need right they don't you want to do it. classical they want to do beatles songs or what because yes. beatles are from us but they want to do tunes that no. they love loved over the years and they want to sing along that's right yeah yeah and Yes. Yeah. I mean, you nailed it. The, the how this the the genesis this of this was, 
as I was out working some gigs, you know, and you ask any piano player this, I mean, if they're ever out playing single piano gigs, mm-hmm. a piano player will get asked multiple times an evening, man, or they won't get asked, pardon me, they'll get, they'll get told, <laughs> somebody will come up behind you while you're playing and say, God, I wish I would have kept taking lessons as a kid. That's See, that, one. Or, or two, yeah, that's yep. one of them. The other one is, man, I wish I could just sit down and play a tune. And what no one has ever said to me ever is, man, I wish I could, you know, go out and take lessons once a week for the next seven years to get to a point where I could play <laughs> Mary right. Had a Little Lamb real well and, you know, go through all this nonsense. That's and, right. and I say, well, I get that as an adult. And, and again, to be clear, I do not teach to children. And I'm not suggesting this is a great route for young kids. Right. But man, as an adult, if you've got a life and you're, you're not going to become a concert pianist, let's just call spade a spade and say, you want to get to a point where you can play something that sounds good as quickly as possible. This is absolutely the way to do it. And, you know, now I'm kind of sounding like an old dog without any new tricks, but (laughs) it's not as though I'm just starting to do this. I've been doing it for 25, between 25 and 30 years now. We actually have, uh, through the online program, we now have a pianoandaflash.com. We've got over 30,000 students around the world uh, taking the courses and doing it. So yeah, we just, it's been just Amazing, a godsend. Yeah. I just, I feel so blessed and it's been so nice. I've got such a great team I'm working with and keeping the students happy and answering questions and all the stuff that we do all the day. But, but, uh, yeah, that the core of it is this, this ability to teach adults how to read lead sheets and that if I can stick my chest out or, or puff my chest out a little bit, I think <laughs> I, I potentially do that better than anyone in the world. And that's right. really what we've hung our hat on forever. So. So I wonder how much COVID played a part with all of a sudden this exploding for you, because <laughs> I think once people were stuck at home and they're like, what do I do? <laughs> what yeah, do I do? Absolutely. <laughs> it, it did. And you, yeah. you, you, you nailed it right on the head. The, uh, it was a funny situation that we were, you know, it's, it's funny. This has happened to me three or four times in my life and people can probably relate to this and different things, but they always say, Oh, he's just an overnight success. I'm like, yeah, I'm a, uh, I'm a nine year overnight success. Right. And it's happened right. a couple different times that way, but right. this is one of those things where we were cranking along and doing well. I mean, everything was fine and, and profitable. It, it was all working and the students were happy. I had taken a long time to develop this whole course after I did the TV series. I thought, you know, everything now is going online and this was, heck, this is eight, nine years ago. And it was right at the verge where online video was becoming really ubiquitous. Right. And at the time, not everyone had fast enough connections. It was all mm-hmm. just kind of shifting. This is eight, nine, 10 years ago. Yep. And that was about the time that the TV series, we quit producing new episodes of the TV series for PBS about that time. And I said, you know what? I'm going to take about a year and a half and hopefully that'll catch up where everyone, you know, we get a bigger mass audience of people that can actually do video, which sounds like when the dinosaurs were on the earth now, but but at the time it was kind of an issue. And so I was always, you know, doing things on DVDs and it was all these physical things started on VHS, went to DVDs, you know, all that stuff. Yep. And, and then I thought, boy, I'm finally going to be able to kind of, and it was really a thought like this. I'd had, so we'd won six Emmy awards on the TV series. It was really Mm. a great run. It was a, I was very, very proud of all that, that, stuff we did but it was like this is going to be my magnum opus i have i have one more big (laughs) business to you know to to a product that i can create to help people like i've never helped them before and it was kind of taking we used to just kind of throw stuff out on the tv show or i'd have something on a dvd but there was never any give and take and really ability to to get good feedback on stuff so we built 
you know, I, I wrote an entire course, a, a kind of a more traditional method, if you will. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, you know, six, six books and three song books that go with it and all these online lessons and things. And all of that is served up at pianoinaflash.com. That is our, that is our, that is it. Yep. Our, yep. That's it now. It's, it's, yeah, it's all sh shows up there. Yep. But, you know, it took us a long time to put that together and to really write. It was just an enormous amount of content to go through that. There's, yeah, there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of lesson and I can imagine. To go through yeah. Oh, yeah. So I did the whole time. thing, wrote them, and we had to publish all these books, got it all in, got it out. And it had been cranking for about six years, maybe five, six years. And it was just mm -hmm. getting better. We were doing some things. You know, at the beginning, you don't, you don't bat a thousand and fix right. some things that didn't work well and, and figured out some stuff I'd done that really was not great for students as far as pacing and really getting it worked out. So it was kind of nice to go through that. And it wasn't like we just got hit as a as somebody had just opened the door right. and then when covid hit yeah when that first yep. break happened and and everyone was locked down for six weeks uh there were and we just didn't expect it at all and all of a sudden it was like a fire hose for about those six weeks everyone's saying now's my chance i'm going to come back and you know we had been advertising a lot so they'd seen the product they just were right. in a spot where they were thinking I'm not in a place where I can do that yet. And all of a sudden they were. And <laughs> they were that. all of a sudden. Yep, and boy, yep. we, and you know, at the very time when you couldn't get anything printed, when <laughs> no one was shipping, when there was nobody to do anything, oh, we got, we got fire hose. But you know what, what a, what a unbelievably, yeah, how, how lucky could we be that we had that problem to deal with? And, Absolutely. and ever since that, just, yeah, that just kind of raised the, the, you know, the whole level of the water a little bit and we've just been yeah cranking along just having a ton of fun ever since so i yeah, bet it's going going great and we actually i'm not to get into this much but the uh i, I wasn't sure whether i was going to mention this or not but we actually got to a point where we realized that um you know we got we we've kind of really developed two or three skill sets one being support for boomer aged people right, right. i mean it's all of, all of our age folks you know, needing possibly a little more computer support than, than other ages, you know, dealing with logging and all that kind of thing. We've got a whole support staff. And, you know, how it is you reach the boomers marketing wise or some of that, it's kind of some different stuff. You're just not going to find them. You know, marketers aren't, you don't find a lot of boomers you right. know, marketing on TikTok yet, right? <laughs> that right, kind of thing. Right, so exactly. we, we just had, we had developed some expertise and more than anything, we developed this whole online, the, the, the computer stuff that we developed, the whole learning environment that I use and that we use with the lessons and the combination of hard copy books. And we actually ship you materials and that along with the online lessons and the support staff and all that. We've really done, we call it an integrated learning environment. And that was working so well. We thought, you know what? We've got a lot of assets there. We could probably, you know, put to bear on some other topic. So we have now, uh, we've actually got two or three other uh, we've got a, a painting uh, course, uh, Nancy Medina art, and uh, oh. yeah, we're, we're moving in, and we've actually got some other things now beyond piano and a flash, and uh, and kind of a uh, nice kind of a, a bigger a bigger company. So that's all growing. So yeah, it'll be interesting. Uh, we're we're constantly taking a peek for for good hobbyists, and it's really all just exactly you know the, the overarching thing is bringing happiness, bringing fun, yep. uh, bringing good hobbies to people that are at a point in their life where they're ready to do them. They're like, look, I'm ready to do this now. I've got the time. I have, I want to knock this, this lifelong dream off my list. And it's kind of checking bucket list items off. So 
Absolutely. And the the thing you mentioned with painting is so many older people start painting because they've always, again, wanted to do it and never had the time. So this is the time for all those creative hobbies that we just didn't have the time to do before. And music is wonderful. Now, I heard that um, learning to play the piano is really good for the brain. So tell us how that works. Well, there is. That's this is kind of a developing thing that's been coming on for years. There's there have been a lot of research studies and things done, and you know it's it's kind of dancing around the 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 world. And no one has said, yeah, you go do 15 minutes of piano lessons a day and you'll live 20 years longer. It's nothing that definitive. No, but, but... clearly, and particularly with the recent you know brain research that's being done, there's just no quite. There's it's coming from a lot of sides. There's you know helps with some actual physical things like blood pressure and anxiety and things like that. There's a lot of same type things, meditating, that kind of stuff. Right. Uh, there actually is the, the function of playing is supposed to be spectacularly good for your prefrontal cortex. And it helps re not just rewire, but they, they found that you can actually, your, your brain doesn't just atrophy. If you keep challenging it, you will right. actually grow more brain cells you know if you don't beat it to death with booze and and you know watching tv all your life right if you actually if you exercise you can actually do that and as part of that the the concentration uh, I, I don't speak this well enough because i'm not a scientist in that thing but it's the it's the left and it's connecting the left and right side of your brain it's the physical function of playing along right. with the emotional function of, of making music and it's a really different thing i should focus on that too or, or share that with your audience that it's it, it, they found really different physical medical things that happen whether you're listening to music or you're making music it's ah. the production it's not just hearing it mm-hmm. it's creating it and it's not just for the physical reasons but it's for the the brain reasons that you're you're the one you're not just receiving it you're creating it and right. that has that is just you know almost weekly we keep seeing new studies that i'm always firing off to our our right. you know, marketing guys saying hey you've got to pick you know <laughs> get this out it's just great information about all this and so that's a very exciting thing but there's no question it's whether i don't think someone can say this will absolutely stop alzheimer's but at the same time there is no question with the kind of voluminous amount of things coming down the pike that there's goodness to be had in all this and i think it's that's a something I think people can kind of intuitively feel as well. So. Yeah, I think so too. And I think, and I talk a lot on my podcast about staying active, staying engaged, make sure you're exercising, but, you know, playing music, it, it is using a lot of different senses. So I can see how it can be really good for your health and, yeah. and it's fun. And we all love music and music unites people. So if you can yeah. learn to play a couple tunes and you go, you know, to a friend's house or something, you can play and sing. It's, just all around a good thing to do. Well, that's right. It, it is. And I, I think this is probably a good segue. If you don't mind, can I uh, switch to a, a piano yeah, here? Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's do it. All right. Let me yeah. see if I can get this going on the uh, video portion of this for any of you who might watching. But even if not, you'll be able to hear it, I hope. Hear it. Yep. There. Does there that you work? Go. Yep. We I get can on see there? it. Yep. And great. Okay. And can you, can you hear yep, that? I can hear it. Okay. Yep. Beautiful. I'll just, I'll share with your, your listeners and viewers. This is kind of the the super kindergarten version of what we go through, right? Mm -hmm. When you play in non-classical styles, you can kind of separate uh, your playing between a melody line in your right hand, right? That's the the tune you... Right? I'm playing Amazing Grace, something like that. Or 
the, the harmony, which would be in your left hand. Mm -hmm. Now, typically when you're reading things, you've got to read all those notes, you know, across and two staffs and all this hard stuff. But instead, we take the harmony and we play chords instead. So it's all about learning chords for your left hand. It's kind of like guitar players play, mm -hmm. right? Guitar players sit and strum chords all the time, right? Right, right. So just, mm -hmm. just to make this very, again, this is kind of an elementary way to show things, but it'll kind of give people a dip their toe in the water with how we approach stuff. I can teach you three chords. You know, if you were sitting in front of piano, I could get you to do this in five minutes max. I mean, two or three minutes. There's, that's called a C chord because it starts on a C note, you know, and I won't get into details. But then if you just lift up that exact same, it's those three notes, right? I can keep my hand, I could pretend my hand was in a cast, right? Mm -hmm. I could lock it down and put it in a cast. If I pick it up and lay it over an F, I'm playing an F chord, right? And then I can play a G chord. Well, with those three chords, with just those three chords, and, I, and I'm not, I, I, sometimes I say this and people say, oh, that's cheating. You can't just play three. We go way beyond that. I'm just saying for this example, I could teach you to play probably five or 600 songs by knowing no more than those three chords. I mean, so if you're like, if you're playing something like... Right, you know, right, like something like Margaritaville, just those right. three chords, you know, yeah. Right, <laughs> right, do 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 do. It's all just chord. Excuse me. So it's just jumping around with chords in your left hand and playing, and you know, the same three chords I can play. I'll do it up here. There's the C chord. Now I'm going to go to an F. You know. Down to an F chord. Right? To a G chord. And it's just jumping around these same three chords. And I could go on and do this on and on and on and on, you know, with just those chords. And by playing that way, you end up getting to a point where you can really start, you know, noodling around a little bit and sounding a lot more interesting if you're playing. Right? Maybe you separate the notes in your hands, you know, but the point is it's all based on, on just learning some chords and the melody, a single note melody up on top of that chord. And no matter what you're playing, whether it's that or you could be playing a, you know, a great old standard like Misty, you could, these aren't those same three chords. I'm, these are different chords in a different tune. But mm -hmm. the point is it's exactly the same process, melody in the right and chords in the left, right? You know, and it sounds beautiful. It does. Do it does. Yeah, nothing yeah. more than nothing more than that. Um, right. Just wow. single melodies, you know, that type of thing. So hopping back, that is kind of the thrust of how we how we do that. And by starting that way, it allows somebody, whether I'm teaching, you know, I teach somebody how to play happy birthday <laughs> in the <laughs> in the first couple of days. A lot of people say, Hey, you give me one blues tune and happy birthday so I can play when my kids come over every year. I'm right. done. That's all I want. Right there. That's funny. Thank you so much. Thank you. We're done. That's Scott crazy. has left the building. But you know, that's it, it's you don't need music to have you know, you you don't have to have music in front of you all the time. This is just so freeing and it allows you to to just take off very, very quickly 
in a very musically sound way the way that pros play. And uh, when you see a lead sheet, it's just a single note melody line with some chord symbols up above it. It'll say F or G or C7 or whatever it may be. And it's right. everyone's, it's so funny. Usually when I say this, everyone kind of that's ever looked at music says, oh, I didn't know that's what those were up there for. I thought it was for the guitar players. Right. And it is, but, but real player, real piano players know how to do that too. And, you know, if I go work a gig in a recording studio or something, they're not going to hand me a fully notated piece of sheet music. They're mm -hmm. going to hand me a lead sheet. So ah. I just kind of, I just kind of have a, a kindergarten jazz piano class, and that's where I start all my adult students. And from the very, very get go, you're playing tunes instead of working on, you know, something that you don't want to work on and just grinding away at exercises and not having fun. So I think that's kind of the key to our success. I think that is because I took lessons back when I was thirty, but you know, mm -hmm. I was busy raising a family, taking care of a home, working outside the home. So. It, she had me doing all that busy work that not playing anything. So you're not motivated because you're not having any fun. I did it for like eight weeks. And I said, you know, this is just not fun. I'm not doing it. I want to play, but I don't want to do that. So yes. what you're teaching, you can be. And I read some of the testimonials on your website and people are saying within a couple of days, they're playing some songs, they're having fun. Yeah. And that's important because when you motivate me that fast, I'm going to want to do more, right? You nailed it. That's what I say. You know, no one wants to, from the get-go, do the... No. You're like, that's great. But then, you know, somebody comes over and they say, hey, you taking lessons? Play me a tune. You're like, ah, oh, I can't do that yet. I, I'm not there yet, right? <laughs> exactly. I, that's going to be a minute, you know? <laughs> Give me a minute. And and that is what it is. And it's, it's the funny old thing when... You know, it, I think you've got a lot more motivation. Now, do you ever need to do some of those drills? Yes. Mm -hmm. If you want to really continue to play well, and, mm -hmm. and everyone knows that. It's not, again, right. is, there's no hocus pocus. But right. I'm an adult, and you, know, and you see those testimonials, and it just warms my heart. Well, for God's sake, they're not going out and working a gig in the first week. You right. know, and we know that. But right. having said that, they're like, yeah, I know. I don't sound just, I, I may not be playing professionally, but I'm playing some too. I didn't think I could ever do this. And I'm, right. you know, I, I'm actually playing some tunes and then when you get a taste of that it's like ah that's how good that feels that's what gives you the motivation and say oh so i could probably do it even smoother if i did some of this right and i'm like yeah so do some of that but don't beat your head against a wall maybe right. spend two or three minutes doing that and then go out and play some more tunes keep right. learning through playing we i it, it sounds kind of like uh, I don't know, kind of a, a cheap phrase to use, but I say it all the time in the lessons and to students when we're, you know, I'm talking with students when they have questions and things saying, look, you've got you've to practice through playing. Don't practice through practice. Practice through playing. You know, it's like basketball players don't, don't sit and spend, you know, six months doing dribbling and defensive drills before they ever get a chance to shoot at the basket. Right. 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 Which is kind of the way we teach piano. Okay. Yeah. We'd like to teach you all the scales and do all these things and play, you know, really exciting songs like, you know, <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, great. Marianne right. strikes right. again. You know, no, that's not why I'm going to have a beer to play Marianne. I'm going right. to crack open a beer to play, a, uh, you know, the. <laughs> Yeah, you're going to play some Jerry Lee Lewis tunes or something fun. You're going down to have fun, right? Absolutely. By the way, that was, by the way what I was just doing was on a C and an F chord. By the way, these are two things that I taught you. So <laughs> it, it just keeps coming. But having said that, yeah, it's, it's you got to practice through playing. And yes, if you are playing a bunch of tunes, you, then you start having a very obvious, it's a very personal thing to say, 
ah, well, either I'm fine where I am, or now I understand if I want to play these tougher tunes, or I want to play faster, or I want to get a little more technique. Yeah, now maybe I need to go do some working out. And right. that's, you know, so that's and it. Then yeah, you, and then you're willing kind of, to, because now you've had some fun, and yeah. you, you know that you can do some of those tunes, so you're willing to, to get better. That's exactly right. It's a really different game. Teaching adults has always been kind of a, a voodoo art for uh, you know piano teachers, I think, throughout history. And they, right. I always think it's because they kind of approached it the same way they taught children. Right. And and they would just dig in and just try not to use different tunes. And I'm like, I think it's a different ballgame. I think I've proven it, actually. That you have. You, know, <laughs> you, you got to give them something right at the off the bat and say, are you having fun yet? And like, yep. I know you're not doing this for a living. I know yep. you're not going to sit and grind for six months until nope. you're playing something fun. So let me get you there first. And then we'll come back and talk about some of the stuff that may not be that fun. And that's, you know, this the six courses in the method are, I mean, it probably, it's, it's, it's three and a half, four, four and a half years worth of lessons. So, I mean, value-wise, it's a, it's a, a terrific thing. We never, ever have any pushback on, on that. And, you know, it's, it's curated. It's not just wild YouTube videos that you don't know who you're listening to. It's a very curated experience that we start. I'm like, look, if you're willing, and actually, this is a good point. I'm sorry, as I ramble on, I apologize <laughs> here, but this is, this is a good point. And this took probably three years to figure out. We went back and say, okay, who's really doing well in the program versus who's kind of grinding through it versus really who's going through kicking and screaming. Mm-hmm. And it didn't really, it had, I thought it was going to have a lot to do with previous experience. Like, oh, I played some, and it, there was almost no correlation between who was kind of breezing and having a ball and being happy and learning and all goody goody and those that were kind of grinding and it just wasn't a great experience. Hmm. And what it really came down to was the mindset of, of saying, I'm ready, I'm ready to take instruction, right? The people right. that came in with a bunch of baggage, either I studied a bunch as a kid and I'm almost embarrassed that I'm taking this and I still think you're a fraud, but I'm going to do it anyway because I want to see how you do it. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Those people, it, they, that was hard to say, because I would say, you just don't need to read well. I'm like, Oh, how can you say that? I are you kidding? You're it's an affront to my years of study. I'm like, ah, it's okay. You have to do that for the other, but not for ours. Right. And then the people that really, and it was whether they had done it, the people that could just lay down and say, you know what? I want to learn to do this and I don't do it now. So just tell me what I need to do. And I'm like, if you'll let me just kind of pull the leash, right. just go through it. Just if you're willing to take instruction, there's nothing physically hard about this. I mean, nothing. Now there's some hand coordination stuff. This stuff can, can happen. And that's what most people bad that by far. Right. And I'll say that, yeah, I'm not making light of it. It's, that is everybody thinks it's going to be reading or they think it's going to be the hands on piano. Mm-hmm. It's not, yeah. it's this stuff. That's yep. the stuff that, that gives adults fits. Cause you just yep. were at a point where we've never asked our hands to do that before. But you know, absent that there's nothing that would say, Oh, I just, I've got a tinny or I, I can't hear it. Or I, I tried before and failed. There is nothing in that. What really, if someone can just open their, their mind enough to say, all right, I'm not going to second guess. I'm just going to take instruction. If you can take instruction and they're just these tiny bite-sized things we do, it's, it's not big, long lessons or these little things, but there's hundreds of them. And if you do that, those people are breezing through the course and they're playing up a storm. And those are all the great testimonials you see. So yeah, I'm just super proud of that. I'm, yeah. I can't tell you it warms my heart. I've, I've, I really feel blessed. I found something that I love to do. And at the same time, 
you know, it's it's better than digging ditches, that's for sure. So absolutely. <laughs> and you know, yeah. before television, families always gathered around the piano. The piano was a focal point in the house, not the TV like today. The piano was, and you'd gather around, even just families alone. But when company came, it was, yeah, everyone was around the piano, singing and playing and having a great time. And I'm from Irish family and German family. My father's side was Irish. My mother's side was German. But they were all, when they got together, everybody sang. And we don't do that today anymore. And it's sad. We really need to get back to that. Yeah. It's so much fun. Couldn't agree more. And it's uh, a a great thing about the way we play, too. I think it's simple enough to play solo style, like I was telling you about, where you have to play a melody line and a chord. Mm -hmm. If you're going to accompany someone singing, it it gets even easier. (laughs) It takes half of that out. All you have to do is play the chords, right? Oh, that's great. You know, if, you know if, if I'm not... If I'm not, you know, back to that margarita bill, I don't know why I stuck on that tune, but you know, you know, uh, right, I'd have to play that melody. Well, if I'm singing it, I just, you know, have to waste it away again, margarita bill, and I'm just playing the chord by itself, and it, it takes 50% of what is already kind of easy and wow. takes it away because all you really have to do is just play chords. And that's, you know, when you hear a band or someone singing, no one's doubling what the singer is singing they're just playing behind it whether it's guitars or piano players or whatever right and this is what we do we play chord symbols we don't read notation we we read chord we learn chords and that's the real way to learn harmony to tunes and when you do that it really is kind of the key to the kingdom it just kind of the barn door swings open like oh that's why that sounds <laughs> like that oh so i can take those same two notes and play them somewhere yeah right and like oh and i don't have to read them up there i can just play them up there like yep once right. you learn a few chords it's just wow. yeah it's just it's it really is the the fountain of youth for for starting to just start playing and to start under understanding harmonies and everything so yeah it's right. it, it's a good thing and it's a fun thing to do and i like i said i it, it warms my heart when i you can hear from people and, and somebody saying, look, I, I, I was your biggest, you know, biggest detractor, your biggest, uh, I don't know what the right <laughs> word to use is. I thought there was no way this skeptical. was going to work. Yep. I'm like, Just skeptical. yeah, biggest yep. skeptic. Thank you. I couldn't yep. come up with the right word. Yep. And, and then to have somebody say, and yeah, and it, if they are, and sometimes it doesn't work, I, you know, none of us bat a thousand. If we do, we give right. them the money back. It's fine. It's you knock yourself right. out, give it a good try. And if it doesn't work, well, you know, it won't cost you anything, but, but that just happens so seldom. And most people are like, God, it just, I cannot believe I finally, I finally am playing something on a piano. And, you know, my spouse is walking by and, and, you know, with their jaw down saying, I cannot believe you're making music. And, <laughs> oh my God, I can't believe we're not just dusting the piano anymore. And, you know, whatever it is. And for anyone that doesn't have a piano too, just in case any of your audience, I should say that too. Things have really changed for someone that just hasn't thought about it or anything for 30 mm-hmm. years. There are, if you don't have piano, the the quality of digital pianos has just, like most things electronic, it's gotten yep. incredibly good and incredibly affordable. So you can, yep. you know, there there are times just for tuning reasons, if I'm not behind a, a grand piano, I've got a beautiful piano in my studio, and but, you know, it needs tuned every two or three months, and that's not right. cheap and all that. Right. If I'm not behind that instrument, and it's really well tuned, I would prefer at this point in my life to play a digital piano because... They're that good. They feel just like the instrument, and they're not mm. kind of in tune. They're perfectly in tune. And I know that sounds silly, but they just sound good. And you can get different. I'm playing this wow. again, but you, since, you, since you can hear it, you know, there's all sorts of different sounds you can get. You can... 
hear how that sounds different. You know, I, I know. Can... Yeah, you can get a lot of different sounds. It's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, it's really nice. So it's it's just yeah. fun. You can play around with a lot of that stuff and uh it just makes for a lot more novelty and you know, making things sound more authentic depending on what kind of tune you want to play. So And I yeah, think good stuff. Learn, learning the piano is way better than paying a therapist and it can do similar <laughs> things, you know, because yeah. sometimes we're just anxious and agitated and I think learning to play it engages your mind and it's using your hands and I think you'll be less agitated, maybe less depressed. I mean, I think it's a good way to go. Try this first. I really do. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's well, they, a lot of people like, out there that don't realize how this it affects your brain. It affects your mood. It affects a lot of things. So learning to play can really help. Yeah. Uh, yes to all that. And I agree with you. And I think the, the research is proving that out. I, I would also say I think the older I get, I'm, I'm a boomer myself. I'm t toward the end, but I'm, I'm clearly there. Right. The older I get, the more difficult it seems for me to get into kind of a zone where time goes fast. I know that that may sound kind of odd, but you know, like you find those moments when you're really focused on something. And, you know, right. as I was younger, I felt like that happened a lot more, whatever mm -hmm. it was. I was constant, whether it's work or play or something, but it was like this, this thing where, you know, you look up and you're like, oh my God, an hour just went by. It feels like five minutes, right? Right. And maybe this is just me, but I have a sense it has something to do with aging that, you know, I find that, that zone kind of harder to get into and without question i mean just infallible it's always that way on a piano for me See if i'm that? playing yeah. and i'm thinking and i'm not you know I, i'm thinking about what i'm playing and i'm emotionally feeling good about what i'm doing that that is time never flies more pleasantly than when i'm actually playing something and it Sometimes I think it's just the music part of it and it was listening, but it really doesn't happen that way when I'm just listening to music. Which I yeah, no, too. it's not the same thing. It's, yeah. it's this, yeah, it's this yeah. being engaged and becoming a, it's not, you know, it's being a creator, not a recreator, right? right. Instead of listening to recreated music, you're creating the music. And I think right. that that subtle difference really does something in your noggin mm -hmm. that's good. And it's and boy, it's good for the soul. And yeah, you're stressed out. You're not going to say stressed out if you're thinking about playing piano because nothing else can get in there. It's just absolutely soul, pleasant, not not stressful focus. You know. Yep. And I think there's a lot of boomers out there that have been learning to meditate. Some of them are very frustrated because they have trouble meditating, but. Music, this is a form of meditation. It really is. And you're using all these things and you're kind of enveloped in it. And it's like a meditation. So for those yeah. boomers out there, they're very frustrated because they can't meditate. They can't quiet their mind. You're kind of just quieting your mind and focusing on the music. And it's yeah. very similar. So yeah. and it can do, I think, similar things. So, I agree completely. I think it focuses the key. It, it's a yes. without trying to focus. You yep. focus because you you're, you're not, yeah, your <laughs> noggin is, is wrapped up doing what you're doing physically right. and hearing it. And by doing that, yeah, you really stay in kind of a zone. And, you know, musicians would tell you that it's, again, it's one of those things. It's really kind of a, kind of a, you know, a natural thing to feel. Why do musicians love playing? And, you know, I've been playing most of my life. So, you know, it, 
it's because it feels good. You know, it's a nice Absolutely. thing. And, yep. and it's kind of an intuitive thing that you like to do. And now, you know, it's sometimes it's kind of difficult to put words to it. But it, I do love the fact that when we hear back from someone who has never played, you know, most of our students are, are starting as adults, right? Mm -hmm. And to have a student then say, oh, my God, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm making music. I'm, I, I'm a music maker. I'm not just a player. I'm, I'm playing. You know, I'm, right. I'm making music. And that that again, it just warms my heart. It's almost childlike to think back when I was a kid and playing at the beginning and realizing how much I dug playing drums or whatever it was I was doing. And, right. and, uh, and, to, and to be able to expose someone as a, you know, as an adult to that for the first time is just charming to hear the responses. So yeah, Absolutely. good stuff with all that. Nice yeah. things for sure. But anyway, I guess how I got on that ramble was don't think because you don't have a piano, you're locked out of playing. You can now get good. a darn good instrument to get going with for you know, under $200. So that's um, really cheap. That's really yeah, cheap. Yeah. It's, it's not a, yeah, a stupid expensive thing where you've got to go out and spend not that I wouldn't encourage you to go buy a nice piano if you want one, but right. Right. But if you don't, or you don't, don't have room for it, yeah. then get a keyboard. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You can do it. And there's a lot of good, we've got advice and all that stuff in the FAQ section on our website. So oh, again, if good. anyone's got any interest about any of this, you can, yeah, all my blog, I've, we've been doing blogs forever and ever. And there's just a ton of, of, you know, info about all this. It's not all salesy uh, at pianoinaflash.com. So. Pianoinaflash.com. Okay, yeah. that's good. Yeah, the website Piano. is pianoinaflash.com. Yep. So one time I have some people say, oh, I can't believe you call that piano in a flash. No one can play in a flash. I'm like, well, what do you want me to call it? Piano's hard and you'll never be able to do it for the rest of your life? I mean, right. but me. when you think yeah. of how normal, how it might take years with the other ways of doing it, it is in yeah. a flash. If I yeah. can learn, because some of your testimonials say within days, they're playing some tunes and they're loving yeah. it. So that is in a flash. Like you're not yeah. the best, but you're playing some tunes. So yeah, yeah. For me, that's you, you in a flash. <laughs> It is funny that there's always, there's so many. The world's right. so cynical these days. And the like, okay, let cynical. me let me retitle my <laughs> let me retitle my motivational piano course and call it "Piano is Drudgerous and You'll Hate It." dot com. You know, exactly. It, it's exactly. never going to work. I'm like, no, no, no. We're trying oh to have some fun here. And, gosh, absolutely. Yeah, that's, I say that uh, that's another comment I should probably focus on is you know when students say, "Well, Scott, exactly how much should I practice?" And exactly, I'm like, do it until you're not having fun anymore. Right. You know, if you're having a ball, stick to it. If you're not, I'm not. I'm not looking at you. I'm not going to go whack your fingers with the ruler. And no. you know, you don't, you're not doing this to beat yourself over the head, for God's sake. Go out and have some fun. And, and if you don't like the tune I'm working through in the lesson, quit working. That happens a lot, too. They'll say, you know, I've been spending time on whatever it is, La Bamba or some tune. I'm like, and I hate that tune. I'm like, well, then skip that lesson. Move on. Move you know, on. Life, absolutely. Life is short. We're just trying to do this for fun. And this is, I think... So, so many people have kind of this, they've just been ground <laughs> down, you know, through trying to do this, particularly the people that have tried in the past and felt like they haven't succeeded. And they just, right. they're so ready to just, you know, oh, I just, ah, I want it to work so bad. And I'm going to grind. I'm like, oh, for goodness sake, take a breath. This is all about horsing around. And I think people keep that attitude and then it all just gets a lot easier. And I think people have, in general, forgotten how to have fun. We really have. We're <laughs> yeah. so uptight about 
everything. So we really <laughs> have forgotten and we need to relearn that yeah. because if you're not going to have fun as you age, you're not going to live as long as you might want to. Fun is part yeah. of it. Laughing. Laughing is so good for the soul. It's good for the body. It's good. And like playing the piano music, it's good for the soul. And, you know, all these things we, we're learning as we, you know, you don't want to retire and just sit on the couch in front of the TV. You need to be actively doing yes to that. And Amen yes. to that. Yeah. Amen to no that. Doubt, no doubt about it. And yeah. <laughs> If if someone likes joking and giggling and laughing, you'll like my courses because I'm a. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, they, these are. Not, it's not real serious in there. Let me put it that way. So right. um, it's funny. I, People used to come to my live workshop and say, "This was this was half stand up comic and half piano lessons." I'm not sure which was worse. So, yeah, <laughs> it was good. I think that's great because, yeah, I think the more we laugh and have fun, the better. And that's what I liked when I went on your website and I saw testimonials where people felt like they were playing some little songs right away. That just gives you so much more motivation to keep doing it, keep doing it. And you're going to have fun while you're doing it because you're actually playing. So you're yes. learning as you play, which is just right. to me so important. Yes, it is. And that's what we focus on. And I'm happy to report we just have. Yeah, just a bunch of happy students all around the world cranking through the courses. And we've got That's you know, we hear from them as part as part of being a student. If you've got any questions, we've got a whole support team and then things filter up to me if it, if it gets to that point. And I, right. I do that you know, daily. We answer some student questions and I'll shoot videos to custom videos to give back to a student. So it's very integrated. It's not just a, it's not just take off. See you later. I'll never talk to you again. And you That's get good. actually a. a yeah. You get a physical set of books in the mail. So there's mm -hmm. hard copy books for your piano. You sit with your, your iPad or your phone or your laptop and watch the lessons right next to the books. And right. then if you've got any questions, we answer them live. So that's well, not great. Live. That's a lie. They're not answering them live. We, right, we you can right. get all live to do it. And then we, the support team responds back. So, right. But at least you feel like someone's there talking to you and helping you work through it. Because yeah. I think that's the biggest worry about boomers. Like, I'm not techie. Will I be able to figure this out? And, but it sounds like you've got the team. If they're having any troubles, you're going to jump in and help them with that. And it's not that difficult. It's really not. And the if more you can you, watch a, if you can watch a YouTube video, there you, you go. Can, you can yeah. take my lessons. And, there you go. Yeah, and like you'll that. have a whole set of, of nine books to go along with it in the real world, which is something I really insist on and say, I just am not willing to do this 100% online because people still want to have something in their hands. They do. And they want to be able to play out of the book when they're not online and they want to yes. be able to have something they can they can grab and look at. And so you're not, your eyes aren't just wiped out, you know, looking at looking at a screen all day. So I yeah, agree. I like us boomers, we like that. Like we like a yeah. physical book in our hands. We don't want to read on Kindle yes. or whatever. We like that physical book. So yep. it's something now yep. younger people might be different, but boomers, we like that physical tactile yeah. sensation yeah. of seeing it and reading it. So you are right You'll there. A big pack of ink on paper, that's for sure. So oh, good. <laughs> yeah. That's good to know. Yeah, and I sure. have yeah. people listening all over the world. So um, because I've interviewed people all over the world. So there's people in Thailand, Japan, Germany, Spain. Oh, that's all great. Over the world listening. So you'll get a lot of listeners from other countries too. So that'll be uh, great. I'm, I'm thrilled. I'm so impressed by what you're doing. This is just so fun and such a needed, needed uh audience to talk to, I think, and all it that. is That's great. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I purposely started the podcast to inspire boomers to get 
off the couch. Think well, about doing it. other things and, you know, whether it's music or art, yeah, or exercise. I mean, everybody will latch on to one of my one of my guests with something yeah. that they're doing, because one of my guests um, at 60, she started exercising. She went on to win a gold medal in weightlifting at 62 oh, so like everyone will latch on to different people but there'll be a big audience for piano playing because it's something like you said everyone wishes they knew how to play piano so you know and they can learn quickly and play some tunes and have a lot of fun and i think we're going to get back to that i really hope so i think covid taught us a lot of things about ourselves and i and one of the reasons i'm moving to the villages this summer is they have live music every night in their town centers that's huge for me i love live live music is so different from just listening to a cd or whatever live music is phenomenal so um so learning to play the piano and and being with a group of friends it's so much fun i'd rather you know a lot there's a lot of card players down in the villages and i go i'm not a card player i'm not doing that <laughs> so don't even invite me but something like this i would do gather some friends together play the piano sing maybe someone sure. does a little tap dancing in the corner and you know that's the way to go i love that yeah. but i'm not playing cards so <laughs> well, i have had i have had such good experiences uh yeah with doing live workshops and big you know big i used to give live workshops doing this you know the piano in a flash three-hour right. seminar thing right. yeah we just had these giant crowds multiple times did that for, for for years down there and i've had nothing but positive experiences at the villages so i'm happy and and simultaneously jealous for you that you're moving down there it sounds like a great time can't wait we're gonna have a, i'm gonna have a great yeah. time so hopefully i'll be there by august latest but maybe before so we'll see but thank, a girl good for thank you thank you for joining me scott the piano guy this has been great yeah. and so enlightening and i think uh, it's a topic that my boomers are really going to enjoy and have fun with and and I hope some of them decide now's my time to learn to play the piano. I hope so. So yeah, give us well, your my, website my, one more time again. Sure. The web address is uh, pianoinaflash.com. Okay. Pianoinaflash.com. Just all spelled out one word, pianoinaflash.com. Okay. And um, I'm sure you'll get that link somewhere. Where I will have all that in the show notes. So, yep. Yeah, in case, if, if I know. had any, I was going to say, if I have any parting comments for everyone, it's, it's, it's this and just know that you can play piano no matter what your previous experience or lack thereof you can play piano and it's never too late to start i love that it is never too late boomers to do anything you want to do and if you've always wanted to play piano now's the time to start so thank you so much this has been a lot of fun and i know the guests are my my audience is going to have fun listening as well well i sure appreciate the invitation and it was fun to fun to have a chat thanks so much Thank you, Scott. We appreciate you joining us for this episode of Kick-Ass Boomers. For more information on today's guest, along with the show notes and other inspiring resources, buzz on over to kickassboomers.com. And don't forget to join our Kick-Ass community on Facebook or LinkedIn to continue the conversation. Be bold, not old. This podcast is sponsored by Premier Podcast Productions. Let's face it, everybody loves to make podcasts and vodcasts, but nobody wants to edit them. At Premier Podcast Productions, we professionally edit and distribute podcasts and vodcasts for companies around the world. Contact us at premierpodcastpros at gmail.com.